You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey guys, this is Mike Madano, and you're listening to Sarcastic Remarks. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Starcastic Remarks. This is the after game review for Game Four, Season Four, Dallas Stars versus the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm Chris, joined by my brother James, and the dream is finally dead. We are not going to go 82 and 0 this season. Dang it. Say hi to the people. We can go, uh, hi, people. Uh, we could still go 80, 81, 0 and 1, though. That is still that is still a possibility. Yeah, that's on the table. So the Stars lose tonight in overtime to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Final score, 3-2. to two. Boy, was this a weird game, an exciting game. Just it, overall, it felt very Maple Leafs-y, you know, yes. as far as the games yes, this season did. has gone. So... Without further ado, let's get right into the first period, which the first 10 minutes of the first period were weird. It was just going back and forth. It felt like an ECHL game. No one had possession of the puck the entire time, and the shots were like 3-1 to one through 10 minutes. What did you think about the beginning of the game, James? Yeah, that's pretty much how I felt, too. It, basically, both teams would break out of their own defensive zone and turn it over at the at the offensive blue line. I mean, that that was happening over and over and over again, and... Yeah. It just, it just kept going, and they couldn't break the cycle. Yeah, it happened for literally 10 minutes straight. So that part, I guess you could say the Leafs played a little better than us in the beginning part, but it was really it was pretty evenly split. After that, though, not sure exactly what happened, but the Stars get back into the swing of things, apply a lot of pressure in the first period, look like the better team through the second half of the first period, and Luke Glendening scores a goal from Foxa and Lundqvist. Uh, off the rebound a really great goal a great play by Lundqvist coming down into the zone getting a shot onto the pads looking for that rebound for Glendinning and he finds it right in the slot buries at home first goal of the season for Luke Glendinning give me your thoughts James uh fourth line goal we love those the second one or third I don't remember but it, it's just there they get the puck into the zone they hit some people and then they get it to someone who can shoot it on the net <laughs> yeah and the fourth line's been really good this year, and it's always obviously it's great to get fourth line goals. But exactly what you said, they're being real aggressive on forecheck. Anytime they get a chance to shoot the puck, they're just shooting it, and that's exactly what you want from your fourth line. Really happy with their play. Um, Stars aren't able to score again in the first period, even though they had a couple of good chances. The next goal will come in the beginning of the second period by Alexander Kerfoot on a power play. Uh, one of the First of, I think, two could have been three penalties on Miro Haskinen of the night, and that's a big theme throughout the game. The Leafs have, what would they end up with, eight power plays on the night? Yeah. This is their only power play goal. Not really much of a chance for for Wedgwood. Maybe it was a little bit of a juicy rebound, but it's the power play. We were due for one. What do you think about it, James? Yeah, I mean, the... The Leafs passing just looked as good as ours on the on the power play for most of the time tonight. 
and they just they they get a nice rebound off of Wedgwood and they sink it. Yeah, not much about it. I agree. And then the rest of the second period was just all penalties. Let me try. Let me see if I can pull up the penalties here real quick. I got it stars. for you. You got it. You already got it. Go okay. for it, James. So the Stars took five penalties in the second period. The first one was in the first minute. Miro Haskin and tripping on Austin Matthews. And by the way, that tripping, he like touched his shoelace. And I yeah. guess it some I saw maybe the fiberglass pulled on the shoe guy on the shoelace. That's all I could think, because because it didn't look like Matthews was trying to sell that. Honestly, when I saw it happen in in actual play, it looked like he just got tripped. But I feel like I saw one, a lot of Matthews diving around. But I, I felt like I there was a lot of ev- everyone on the Leafs diving around. But anyway, the second one was at the five minute mark of the second period. Mio Haskinen roughing against. Michael Bunting. Um, okay. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, and then the third one for against us that period was at the 13 minute mark. It was that Jason Robertson hit when Miro picked up the puck, which like it, I that guess. Was, yes. It's, it's not, that, it's, a, it's a needless hit is what it is. You don't have to do yeah. that. And we would have yeah. been fine, but whatever. Yeah. And then, and then we also take one at the 17 minute mark. It's White Johnston, the holding on Matthews going into the middle. Which it or, was. Sorry, on Tavares going into the middle. Yeah. You, I mean, you, you <laughs> he wrapped around him and bear hugged him, basically. Yeah. And the fifth one in that period was Mason Marchment roughing against TJ Brody, which he, he hit him in the face like after he hit him. Yeah, which is pretty stupid. So yeah. that was the whole second period. So needless to, needless to say, the Stars didn't get anything going that period because they were down a man the entire time. Honestly, it's some good penalty killing the whole time. Um, only allowing one goal on eight chances against the Leafs, who have and, or had the best power play of last season. But but honestly, it was too because they did score their second goal, which we haven't said yet. But Nick Robertson scores that second goal right as the power or the power play for them expires yeah we can get into that nick robertson scores early in the third period uh pretty similar to the kerfoot goal it was pretty it was pretty much a power play goal it was like three to five seconds after we got off of it so our we had another guy in the zone but we weren't set at all so i kind of agree with that robertson had himself a night at third period and into overtime and really the whole night long he was really noticeable and he this is his first nhl game of the season which honestly really surprises me with yeah every time we've seen him play against the stars he's been really good so i don't know i mean that that goal was a little frustrating because ben went up and hit robertson and then just left him and robertson went straight to the net was completely uncovered and he was wide open for the in front of the net goal yeah and we we can talk about ben and robertson again in overtime uh but short Shortly after, what is it, six minutes after the Robertson goal, Stars get on the power play, and Sagan kind of scores <laughs> about 10 seconds into the power play. We get a shot on net. Uh, Sagan rushes to the net. It bounces off. I don't know if it was Sagan or uh, I forget who the other guy I think was it was in Bunting in front there. I think it hit Bunting. Yeah, maybe Bunting was the guy in front. And then it goes in the net. Immediately waved off for goaltender interference as incidental contact, which I thought was real fishy initially yeah. i was like you can't wave that off that was not nearly egregious enough it's waved off stars ha- end up having to challenge it so it's not even replayed by the nhl they challenge it. it's the longest challenge ever how long was it six minutes seven minutes 
I went to the bathroom after I already watched them look at the tiny screen for two minutes. So I went to the, I watched them watch the screen for two minutes, went to the bathroom, came all the way back, and they still hadn't announced it yet. So it was a long yeah. time. So it was a long time. The stars end up coming down with it, which that's honestly, like in the past three years, that's one of the few like 50-50 review calls that has gone our way, especially on goaltender interference. So it's y'all's job to call me out again if I say something like that. The Stars never get those because we just got one this game and it really saved our butts and got us a point. The rest of the third period is pretty back and forth. There's big momentum swings going both ways. Uh, Wedgewall is incredible the whole third period. Yeah. The whole second period, we he didn't played, really talk he about He played him. good the he whole game, He was outstanding. Game, he was really good all game long. Uh, and takes it into overtime. Well, actually, before we go well, into overtime. Yeah. I mean, there were two penalties in that third period against the Stars. That... First one was against Hawkenpaw, which Hawkenpaw is trying to get around him, and then Matthew stops and flips Hawkenpaw over him, and it's a penalty on Hawkenpaw. Like yeah. I, I don't understand how that's how that's fully Hawkenpaw's fault because the puck was already stopping, was already stopped. Matthews was going to the puck and kind of just flipped him over him. I, I that's one whatever. I can kind of understand. I guess you could call you could call holding. Yeah, holding or, or cross-checking, or hold- but roughing was a weird call. Oh, yeah, by the way, they called roughing like four times tonight. Uh, it, I felt like the refs knew that it was a penalty, didn't know what to call, and just said, oh, it's roughing. It's okay. like, that looks illegal. We'll call something. Hey, guys, it's Ryan here. It's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. There's a lot of matchups that are going to be coming up this season. I'm really looking forward to the Central Division. It looks like there's going to be about six teams out of the eight that I think have a pretty good shot of making the playoffs. So I'm really interested to see how the Central Division goes out there. If that wasn't enough excitement. You can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And then uh, in but the, the real closing one was, minute of yeah. the third period, there, uh, Luke Link Denning is racing Mark Giordano. If, I don't know if I said that right. Yeah, you got but it. But he's racing him into the corner, and and slips an edge. Mark toe picks. He he toe picks yeah. completely and falls into the boards and they call interference against Luke and Denning. Which, yeah. by the yeah. way, first of all, that's probably not the right call anyway. It's probably boarding. And it's <laughs> not also, boarding because he didn't hit him. He was leaning into no, him. No, he didn't hit him at all. Not that's even a, a little te- bit. And that's a terrible call. And it not only gives them a chance to win the game of the dying embers, but also gives them an even more important four on three to start overtime, which four on three is way better than five on four. And it's a substantial advantage. And somehow they don't score with heroics by both the penalty kill and wedge wall in the beginning of overtime. Yeah. And what was even more frustrating is that in that third period with two minutes left, Pavelski went behind the 
the Leafs net with the puck and gets completely tripped. I mean, that's yeah. our first line on the ice with the puck in the zone. And he's he's skating with the puck, gets tripped behind the ice, and there's no call. And then the Leafs rush back the other way. It's, and, and, it was so and there was several no calls. The, the Leafs had several no calls. And the Stars, while I agree with most of the penalties on the Stars, we didn't get away with one. Like, there was not one where I was like, ooh, we got away with one there. Every single one was called. And the Leafs got away with several, which was ridiculous. Yeah. Whatever. Stars go into overtime. It's three-on-three overtime. Just go watch it. It's super exciting. Lots of back and forth. Uh, Ben and Suter decide to take the two-on-one going one direction when both of them are totally gassed. Ben makes a terrible play with the puck. It goes the other way. Yeah. Ben, by the way, sucked. He had a terrible night. He did. Um, played that. Yeah. Anyway, goes the other way, three-on-one. Nick Robertson, Austin Matthews, you know what happens. It goes in. Uh, I I don't I don't hate the decision by Suter and Ben to go in there on the two on one when they're gassed just because that's what three on three overtime is. Two people. <laughs> I hate trying to pass the puck on a saucer between two people to hit the tape of Ryan Suter directly, who's not even going to score because he's Ryan Suter. Yeah, that's a, that's it, a stupid decision, and it and he didn't even it wasn't even close. Like it's just it they batted it perfectly, went the other way easily. I mean, and that ended it. So just terrible game by Ben. I think that's who I want to talk about first. I'm just going to start on Biggest Loser. I don't even care about what we're supposed to do, James. Biggest Loser, Jamie Benn. Minus two on the night. Two penalty minutes, one shot on goal. The only good thing he had was his face-off percentage, which was 63%. Yeah. And since we're talking about Biggest Loser, I'll give mine too. I mean, Miro Haskinen. Like, that was an awful night. That is the worst night we have seen from Haskinen in two years, it feels like. Four penalty minutes, no shots on goal. And, and, and he was turning the puck over like crazy. I mean, he was still making the nice defensive stick plays to break up like two-on-ones and stuff. But mm-hmm. anytime he tried to pass it to anyone or skate with it, he did not look good. Yeah. So really frustrating with those two guys. Biggest winner, I'm going to go with Kiviranta again. I'm going to give him back-to-back. I feel like Kiviranta is playing really well just overall. I thought he had a great game. James, give us biggest winner. Uh, Nick Robertson getting Nick that Robertson second getting that second goal is is really he, he he gains the lead for his team there it's it was a great mo- great momentum shift for them I I feel like we were tr- we were starting to crawl back into that game when it was two on two and they got that goal and and we were out of it for the next like five ten minutes and, mm-hmm. and it, it took them shooting it shooting it out of their own zone to get a delay of game call for us to even have a chance to get back in the game. Yep. So, and then, and then, a, and then, and then also he review call. Yeah. And, and then also he, he gets the overtime winner. I mean, it, yeah. he, it, he looks good every time he plays the stars. I honestly don't know how he hasn't made their lineup yet. Agreed. But he's made it I mean, at least for him. the next 10 games, probably. So yeah. great game by Nick Robertson there. And overall, the biggest problem by the Stars tonight, obviously, is the penalties. There's lots of penalties that the Stars had go wrong. And then just it wasn't a good game. I mean, we didn't play anything like we did the first three games. The passing was not there through the neutral zone. We saw some of it in the in the second half of the first period. After that, the passing was gone. I mean, the transition through the neutral zone was not there whatsoever. But really what kills you here is, is the penalties. I mean, yeah. our guess it's who are leading. Only, 
Guess who leading time on ice was for forwards? Uh, Ryan Suter. Oh, wait. Ty Delandria. Wow. Ty Delandria. 19 minutes time on ice. Seven minutes shorthanded. And that screws you. I mean, as a coach, what are you supposed to do there? You can't just roll the first line every other shift in the third period. That doesn't work. So that just knocks everything out of whack. You can't score because your goal scorers aren't on the ice. I mean, that's the story of the game is the Stars took eight penalties, which is ridiculous. The calls were not great, but there was at least four that were obvious. Most of them were not bad calls, but the the problem is the, the calls that were bad happened at times when we were starting to turn the game around. That that was the frustrating thing, I think, because we we had we 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 truly took six penalties, I think, at least. At least they, there yeah. were there were at least six penalties that we should have had. So yes, we we took way too many penalties still. But the last two are the, bad. The last two are bad, really bad, because we finally got that that goal off the power play, and then we take a roughing call from for Hawk and Pop, probably because he's big, and then. And then someone toe picks in the corner and we get called for it. I mean, yeah. it, it killed any momentum that we could have had going into the final closing minutes of the third period. So that's honestly what turned it around. Cause we had, we had momentum after we scored that goal and the two power plays that they get changed, changed that completely. We had nothing left. Period. Yeah. One more thing I want to talk about. Can't, can't save it for Wednesday. What do you think about the decision to start Wedgwood here tonight instead of going with Ottinger after what was it three full days of rest I don't mind it honestly we we know Wedgwood is playing good and I I think a lot of it comes down to we know how hard it is to go into that stadium and win in in against the Leafs at home so I think we're we're Banking more on that we're going to try to beat these next two teams, which we're still in Canada. So we're, we're trying to beat uh, Montreal and the Sens. And we don't want to – I mean, they, they've they played decent. So we don't want to throw Wedgwood into one of those where it's going to probably be a lot more – a lot less shots than it was tonight. Like tonight, I think the Maple Leafs had over 40 shots. So – yeah, I, I'm just interested in, in the decision because I think Otter's been hot and you want to ride the hot hand, in my opinion, for goaltending, um, especially after he's already had three days of rest. And then now Wedgwood is going to have to play an extra game on this road trip, probably, that otherwise we we could have had Otter for an extra game on this road trip, which I don't think is a great thing. And I know we're trying to get guys going to start the year. Uh, it's just interesting timing for me. I was expecting it to be the next game against Ottawa and not this game, but whatever. It obviously worked out because he played great. So he did play good. Regardless. In the end, I'm obviously wrong. Just interesting decision, in my opinion. But you have anything else you want to mention about the game tonight, James? Uh, we still get the point out of tonight, which is good for how many penalties we took. Honestly, yeah. th- this game this game should have been over in the second period. I mean, yeah, the, the Leafs should have scored multiple times in that second period, and it should have been like 3-1 going into the third. And, and for that, I will claim a moral victory tonight. So, <laughs> Stars morally win, actually lose 3-2 in overtime. Nick Robertson, wish we could have gotten him. He ends it for us. 
That'll do it for us here tonight. Please be sure to check out our sponsors, DraftKings. Use that promo code THPN for some free goodies. James, when is the next Dallas Stars game? The next game is on Saturday, and it starts also at 6 o'clock in Montreal. In Montreal. So we will see y'all Saturday evening. Hopefully Ryan will be here. He didn't tell us where he was. He said he would be back by now, but he's not. So y'all go get the crap on Twitter. And that'll do it for us. I'm Chris. That's James. This has been Starcast Remarks. We'll see you on Saturday.